Welcome to episode two of the Amanda Perry podcast, a weekly memo from my brain to yours. 20 minute brain slurps to listen to on your commute or run or while you're having a bath because honestly, who has an hour? Certainly not me. So the idea is a little bit from me and then a load from you. Every week I'll be asking you for questions on Instagram or Facebook and I'll answer them on here, giving you a little shout out along the way. Welcome back. So episode two, thank you to everyone who messaged in after last week. Uh, I really, really enjoyed the format. I know it's short and sweet, but I'm just kind of over those podcasts where you're like, oh God, an hour and a half, how am I going to fit that in? And I know, I know it's worth it. Often those longer ones are like really meaty interviews, but I just wanted to do some really quick memos just that you can listen to while you are I don't know what are we doing at the moment who's who's out who's in like oh it's such a weird time isn't it if you're listening to this in the future it's what is it 24th of July and we are out of lockdown kind of out of lockdown we're like back to the shops we have to wear masks from today Oh, can you imagine if we were saying all this stuff like a year ago? We just wouldn't believe it, would we? But um, yeah, I'm going to come on to that anyway. So this week I want to talk about a couple of things. But the first thing I want to talk about, and this is also, if I heard myself saying this a year ago, I would not have believed it. The same way when I told people I was giving up smoking, they laughed at me. Last weekend, I deleted my apps. Saturday morning, I just had enough. I've just had enough. And I've seen people talk about it. And I've seen people say, like, Leona will often do this from Indie Roller. And I see various people. Kerry Jarvis does it. Like, I'm taking the weekend offline, I think. How do you do that? How, like, how do you have the willpower to do that? Um, And quite frankly, what do you do with your time? (laughs) That probably says more about me than them, but... So Saturday morning, deleted Insta, deleted Facebook, deleted my emails. They're my three things. That's like my, um, you know, like Tourette's on my phone, like my muscle muscle memory just goes, uh, well, there's a a couple of uh, ASOS visits along the way, but like Insta, Facebook, emails, Insta, Facebook, emails, Insta. And it's, it's not even, I'll often do it, you know, when you're scrolling, scrolling, and you're like, what am I looking for? What am I actually looking for? It's just a habit thing. And it was getting to the point for me last week where I've taken on a lot of work. I'm busy. I'm really, really busy at the moment. And on top of taking on a lot of work, our teams doubled over lockdown, our clients have doubled over lockdown, which obviously means our revenues doubled and our clients doubling is is brilliant and the team doubling is brilliant. But there's a lot of work involved in that. On top of that, we've taken on this house renovation project and like loads of stuff in our personal life. So we're kind of looking at the next six months like, okay, like, we just need to do this. But last week it got to the point where I, something had to change and it wasn't, I wasn't, you know, anywhere near like actual burnout or anything, but I recognize the signs now. And I just thought something has to change. 
I just need to get off the merry-go-round just for this weekend. And that's kind of how it felt. And the previous weekend, so I'm sure some people can relate to this, I'd honestly get into work on the Monday and people would be like, oh, have you had a good weekend? And I think, what did I do? And when I'm thinking about what happened, I'm, oh, this is really sad to admit, but I'm kind of thinking about what happened on Instagram or Facebook because I mean, partly because we've been in lockdown, so no one was doing anything. It wasn't just that I've just been sat at home like a hermit. But I think during lockdown, my I was trying to give so much on Instagram. It had been such a big part of my life, which I, I realise sounds ridiculous to say, but I also know that a lot of people can relate. I'm putting myself out there. I'm outing myself. So Saturday morning, I deleted the apps. And guess what happened? no one died. It was all fine. No one like fell out with me for not being around. No one left or like, in fact, I gained a load of followers. I was like, why do I bother putting stuff out there? I gained like a hundred followers. Anyway, I, the upshot was I still picked up my phone. I was still kind of, my thumb was still twitching around the screen. I ended up spending a lot of time on Twitter, which I haven't done for years. And I was also checking LinkedIn, which just makes me like hate the the world, to be quite honest. I really have, I don't even have a love-hate relationship with LinkedIn. I have a hate-hate relationship with it. My inbox is a cesspit of MLM and like creepy men and um, coaches trying to tell me that they're going to transform me in my business and all the rest of it, all the usual stuff. So I was kind of, the good thing about that was that I would go on there and immediately be like, oh, what are you doing? Rather than if I go onto Instagram, I'll end up scrolling because I want to see what people are doing and get jealous of their lives and all that kind of thing. So Saturday was brilliant Saturday day was amazing Steve my husband was like do you know what you're like a different person like I can talk to you I'm having conversations you're not heading your phone grunting at me and pretending you know like I'm sure you guys can relate sometimes he'll get to like something in the week and he'll be doing something I go what are you doing you agreed to this like you said you wanted to do this and like oh did I oh oh yeah yeah and then you have to pretend that you were listening to the conversation all along that's not healthy is it that's not good so we had a great day we had some brilliant conversations we went out which obviously in the the current context was amazing anyway because we're only just kind of really being allowed to go out again so we went out we had a great day sun was shining it was bloody lovely Saturday night I will admit I was like oh like the anxiety was creeping in a bit if you imagine I'm running quite a big business and I haven't got Instagram Facebook all my emails on my phone which is where and I was really trying not to go on my laptop either um and that's how people contact me really particularly clients obviously i've got an amazing team and i wouldn't be our clients first port of call that would have just been completely irresponsible um but there are people who would contact me on facebook or email or instagram you know if they needed me and that's that's part of my anxiety i think that was part of the the anxiety around doing it so saturday night i checked my laptop 
I checked my emails really briefly just to make sure that the world wasn't on fire and no one had told me. And I checked Facebook and I have a lot of activity on Facebook. Like I can literally get like two, three hundred notifications a day on Facebook from the groups that I manage, the pages that we manage as a business. Um, I really need to sort that out actually, but certainly the groups that we manage, it's really important that it's that I know what's going on and if people are tagging me and if people need assistance and stuff. However, I do have to say that we are very clear that we're off at weekends. We really try and set those boundaries, but I still like to kind of keep an eye on what's going on. Anyway, I completely digress. So Saturday night, I checked my laptop uh, really quickly. Nothing was happening, nothing that I needed to pay attention to. It was all fine. And then I went to bed and I slept. I just like went to sleep in this way that I don't normally go to sleep because I'm like, oh my God, this dog's barking outside. Sorry, please ignore that. I'm not even going to edit it out. I wouldn't know how to. Um, Because I wasn't there scrolling. I wasn't scrolling and then like something catch my eye and I go down a rabbit hole. I just watched a bit of TV, read a bit of a book. I'd had a bath. It was lovely. It was so, so nice. Went to sleep, had a really great night's sleep. Woke up on the Sunday morning and I'd already agreed, I'd already promised myself on the Saturday. <laughs> oh my God, I'm making myself sound like such a loser, aren't I? But I promised myself on the Saturday that on the Sunday morning I was going to install Instagram because obviously I know you can look on your laptop, but it's not the same same thing, is it? So I was going to reinstall Instagram, just have a really quick, just check my messages and make sure and then come off again. Installed Instagram, I was like, oh, you know, you get that feeling where you're like, oh, God, has someone messaged me something that, you know, I have to deal with or whatever. One message and it was someone saying, are you OK? You haven't you haven't posted a story all weekend. Are you OK? I mean, I was like I was equally mortified and obviously really, really touched. But I was like, what have we become? what have we become that because I haven't posted all weekend and there was so there was that one message on Instagram but then on the Monday when I sorry the Sunday evening no the Monday morning I installed it again no sorry it was the Sunday evening when I installed it again and loads of people are messaged like are you okay are you okay like trying to get me on different platforms which is obviously wonderful because you know people care And that's lovely. But I think it says a lot about maybe my behaviour or our behaviour as a society that we just kind of expect people um, to be posting. And if they're not, we're like, oh, my God, something awful's happened. So the upshot of all this, there's a couple of upshots, actually. The upshot was like my mental health was so much better. I felt like I'd had a proper break. And I think this is one of the things, isn't it, that through lockdown, we just haven't had a break. And believe me, I am well aware that pe- like people have been through so much. I mean, there's people that have been on furlough for three months, four months. And in some ways, I know that a lot of people think, oh, you've just had three or four months off. But actually, you've had three or four months stressing about whether you're going to have a job to go back to or you're not on full pay and what's going to happen. Will there be redundancies? Will I, you know, get laid off? 
So that's stressful. There's people like me whose businesses have gone like through the roof through lockdown. A lot of econ businesses that we work with are exactly the same. They have not had a break. Then add into that the homeschooling and the kids aspect and all of that stuff. It really has been a crazy time. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. But my so my experience was only positive and it is definitely definitely something I will be doing again I might even do it this weekend because it was so it might even be something that I think well I'm just going to do like on a Sunday I'm just going to have every Sunday offline because I think a lot of a lot of the time we're posting and we're not really thinking or like processing stuff just stuff I know often I'll start thinking about something or something that's happened, something I don't really want to think about. And then I'll automatically go to my phone as like a distraction to stop me really processing that thought. It's all a bit deep, isn't it? But I'm sure that there's behaviours we display that actually aren't very good for us. So that was my experience. I absolutely loved it. I'll be really honest. I found it hard to get back into it again. Monday I was like, oh, I don't really want to start this posting, answering, like notification chasing behaviour again. So I've really changed how I've been using Instagram this week. I've still been using it and I've st- I'm still really, after my podcast last week, which was like how to grow your Instagram, <laughs> then this week it's like stop using it altogether. That's not how I feel at all. But I tell you what it has done. It's made me see it for the tool that it is. Instagram is a tool. It's an amazing way of connecting and communicating. And I've met so many of you guys through Instagram. And I absolutely love the connection that we've made. But I do really think that uh, we have to see it for what it is, which is a tool. And I know that social media in general, and depending on which platform you use, it it can kind of creep into other areas of your life. So if you've never tried it before, I would say give it a go if it's something that you feel that you're like uh, this is not even getting out of control if you're just like oh I just need I just need a bit of a break I just need to unplug bloody unplug because it's possible you can do it and it's actually I would say like I felt like I honestly felt like a different person on Monday I really did I really did it really gave me the break that I needed So all this kind of ties in with Kat from um, Cat Food Cake shared this video in the Ecom Hub on Monday and it really, really resonated and I've sent it to a few of my business friends, a few friends and family actually and they've all said the same thing and it's from someone called Alexis Rockley. I'm going to link to it in the um, show notes and I've shared it on my Insta and stuff as well. And it was actually recorded in April. So it was recorded like quite early on in lockdown, but I feel like it's even more relevant now. And she's talking about how, um, of course, we're feeling all over the place, this feeling of like, oh, I don't really know what's going on. We have just been through four months of fight or flight so we've been through four months of like cortisol and adrenaline soaring through our bodies where we would normally have like a little moment of like oh what was you know am I going to get run over or uh I don't know these little like business scares that we have that put us into fight or flight 
we've been in that for four months and she explains it as a high stress situation like a consistent long period of high stress and everyone I've spoken to this week is feeling this like I've described it on my Instagram as like a lockdown hangover it's like this feeling of I don't know almost it to me it feels like an adrenaline come down it's like four months of just constant go 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 and a lot of people would say to me through lockdown how are you how are you being so positive how are you keep going I'm like I'm fine I'm fine like like Ross out of friends I'm fine I was just going and going and going and now I'm like oh my god what was that my dad always explains describes it as like a hundred meters down the road thing when you've had a car crash then you get just or near car crash then you get down the road and you're like wow like that was a lot wasn't it like lockdown was a lot and I'm as I said earlier I'm highly 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 aware that my situation is I mean uh, I don't know I'm not even going to say that actually because everyone's situation was intense but adding kids and stuff into the mix I know how tough it's been for people and I still see a lot of people being like I'm fine I'm fine and it's not fine like we've been through a lot we need to give ourselves a break And we also need to appreciate what's coming up. Like, we don't know. Second wave, Q4, Christmas, cold weather. There's a lot of uncertainty coming up. And again, that adds to this, like, high stress kind of... It's like this... um, low level vibration of just anxiety isn't it of like what's coming up what's going to happen so let's give ourselves a break let's do what we need to do to look after ourselves and I would say that unplugging is a really really good way of taking control of that situation and just kind of I think getting off the merry-go-round is just like a really good explanation for it I don't know if you guys have suffered from anxiety and stuff before but I've been I've had a lot of episodes of like medication and that kind of thing and when my anxiety used to get really bad touch word I haven't had you know I haven't had medication for years or real bad bouts of anxiety or depression but I remember when I did and it was just this constant feeling like my brain my brain never stops anyway my brain is just always going I'm like I'm not diagnosed but I'm def I've definitely got a bit of like ADD kind of just constantly constantly going but when you add into that that anxiety of the what ifs and the you know that constant kind of fear and making up scenarios and situations it's exhausting it's absolutely exhausting and I think unplugging from social is the best way we have at the moment to control that merry-go-round and kind of just just get off for a while so I would really really recommend it I'm nearly at 20 minutes and I've promised you 20 minutes but I've got some really good questions from people so I'm just going to take two of them one is really apt and is from Lucy Coggle who is a friend and is in um, the hub and and my accelerator and she makes these amazing she's an amazing incredible artist And she makes these prints that she sends out and there are these cute fluffy animals and you put your baby footprints on them. And funny little story, little side note about Lucy, last year at Christmas, she was kind of ticking along, she was having a good Christmas and then Mrs Hinch bought and shared one of her, it wasn't gifted or an influencer deal, she bought and shared um, one of her pictures that she'd used her baby footprints on and 
Lucy, oh, it, it just it just absolutely went through the roof and it made Lucy's Christmas. But I think um, I think there's probably some trauma that she's dealing with around the level of orders and the the kind of uh, you know everything that comes from that, like stock issues. And it was so close to Christmas as well. Anyway, I completely digress, but I'll never forget that about Lucy. It was such a amazing moment but time of like oh my god I just wasn't prepared for this you know if it's an influencer deal you can kind of anticipate it but she just bought it and shared it of her own her own accord so Lucy's question is particularly pertinent after what I've been discussing (laughs) it kind of falls somewhere between last week's podcast and this week's and it is how are you so active on social and not losing your marbles so she said I saw your post this morning about your 48 hours off so I presume it must be encroaching in some way but how do you keep your mojo going when social just gets so greedy and I think that's a really it kind of um sums up what I've been saying I I felt like social was getting too greedy it was taking too much of my time too much of my brain so I had to have a break um I think the answer to the first bit of the question how am I so active on social is uh, a time and objective thing so I know that when I look at our clients and the people in the hub and the people that I work with and the people I love working with I know that I have to build some kind of relationship with them first. And I know that the ones that come in and stay and we get amazing results from, we have an amazing relationship with and we love working with and the team love working with and they love working with us. It's generally, they've generally, I don't know how to say this without sounding like a total knob, but they've generally come in through me somehow, whether that's that through the podcast or through uh, Instagram or through meeting me at a talk or seeing me present or something or, you know, a panel event or something like that. There's generally that um, like relationship before that. And we tend to find that the people who come in without any of that warming up and it's not necessarily me it could be that they've had a chat with someone in the agency and built that that engage that relationship there but we often find that the people that come in through me stay longer are happier get better results we love working with all of that kind of thing so my objective on social is very very clear and that's to build relationships and connections and genuine authentic yeah relationships and engagement so so I spend time on it because to me that's that's worth it it's an investment of my time that's worth doing I do have to say I have a team of 13 as well so and I don't have kids I know I always say this it's not that's not a pity party it's like I just don't have that other commitment Lucy I know you've got three kids it's like it blows my mind I don't know how people do it so so I ha- I do have that time. I mean, it does take time. It takes a lot of time. And I guess the point is that last week it was taking too much time and the balance tipped and it was like, yes, this is worth it. And yes, I love building the connections, but ultimately I have to look after myself and my, I kind of got to the point last week where I was like, I can't give anymore. Like I felt, I just felt empty. I felt like, and this week I feel after the weekend, I really felt like the tank was was filled up again, mainly of wine and gin, 
which always makes you feel better. Um, So I guess the answer to that is knowing your objectives and being objective driven. So I think the worst thing is when we're using social without an objective or without an understanding, because if if your objective on Instagram is just to keep a presence and... Um, so that when people find you, they're like, oh, yeah, they're posting regularly. It's obviously an active business and they're open and stuff. Then like one post a day, a few posts a week, that kind of thing will will probably suffice for you. I have made no bones about the fact that I am trying to actively grow my account. So I've just hit like seven K over seven K from about two K earlier in the year. So I've I've gone through my like fastest um, growth spur over the last few months and I want to keep that going I'm I have my eyes on the swipe up um so I want to keep that going so my objective is to grow my account and that's for lots of reasons most of it is for a brand awareness you know for me and for the agency and for the hub is to get more people in there be able to help more businesses because I have a target this year of helping 500 businesses and Yes, we could we have definitely helped that many businesses through the year, but my target is to get 500 people in the hub and we're on about 300. So we're definitely on track to do that, but that's a really clear target for me that I want to hit. And I know the best way of doing that is to be active on social and helping people and giving value. So I guess that's why I guess it just comes back down to knowing your objectives and um the value of your time that you're spending that that value is repaid in by by hitting your targets hitting your objectives and yeah it did encroach too much last week so i took control of that i think that was part of the power you know taking control of it rather than feeling like social has control over you because it doesn't it's an app it's literally just an app and so taking that control i think feels quite uh, I want to use the word powerful, but that, that makes me feel like Instagram had total control over me. But I think mental health wise, it's a really powerful move. Amanda Warren from Time Tokens, this amazing business. Again, I'll link to it in the show notes. But Amanda makes these um, time tokens that stop screen time squabbles. So you basically uh, reward your children with them for for doing different tasks and ings. So like reading and playing and baking and all that kind of thing. That's non-screen activity. They get rewarded with these amazing time tokens. Her business is absolutely flying. I couldn't be more proud of her. So her question is, in the early years, what was your go-to slash most reliable metric to feel confident you're in the right on the right track? So Amanda's an econ business. And I guess, I mean, there's a number of different answers to this. It's really important to track your KPIs. And we're just going through this in the agency at the moment about we've got some, we've added in a new management layer. So we're just working through KPIs for each of those managers and what that means in terms of bonus and all the rest of it. For an econ business, you're, there's some really important metrics, but I guess the, the the most important ones are sales in and cash out. So money in, money out, sales in versus your expenses. You can then start tracking your marketing KPIs, which would be like your 
Um, ROAS if you're running Facebook ads, return customer rates, really important, average order value, lifetime value of your customer, your CPA, so how much it's costing you to acquire each customer, and then how quickly you're going on to sell to them. So to answer the question, in the early years, what was my most reliable metric to feel confident you're on the right track? is literally money in money out i did a instagram post this morning talking about cat howell when i when i was working with i've worked with her a lot over the last few years and i always remember her saying your business is your bitch and whether that's the um choice of words that you would want to use about your business it's really really important to be unemotional about the mechanism of your business Yes, as small business owners, we love our businesses, we love our products, we want everyone else to love them. But the mechanism of your business, so the cash in, cash out, we cannot be emotional about because I promise you, once that dries up, your business will not be will not give you that emotion back. It's done. That's it. There is no cash. Your business is a machine and you need to treat it as such. So in those early days, having your targets so having your monthly targets where are you where are you to those targets like where so knowing your break even what do you need to make each month just to cover your overheads where are you to that where are you to your target so you're making profit in the business and then where is the cash going out what's that level of cash going out and what's the difference that's your cash flow and that needs to be your number one priority in those first few years it's so 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 important i can't overstress that that would be my answer to those questions i don't want to keep you any longer we're nearly on 30 minutes i said it'd be 20 i'm sorry but hopefully you found time to listen to all of it thank you so much for listening this week i'll be back again next week i'm really enjoying this format of just being able to keep it quite loose i've got a few guests lined up over the next few weeks and months that i'm really looking forward to talking to but I think for now, just being able to answer your questions really fully, which I'm not able to do online and kind of just talk about something that's happening in my world from that week. It feels really good. So please do give me feedback if you've enjoyed it. I would love to hear from you. Drop me a message on Instagram or Facebook. If you've enjoyed the podcast, I would love it if you would subscribe and leave a review. It really, really helps other people to find us. And if you've really enjoyed it, please do share it on Insta. Tell a friend about it. I'd love more people to find us. I'm really determined to get up to up those charts on this one. Thank you for joining me. I hope you have a really good week. If you are tempted to try deleting those apps, I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear how it goes. Send me your questions on Instagram if you want to get featured on next week's podcast and I'll look forward to um, answering them in full. Have a great week and I will speak to you next week. Yeah.